on today's episode of Black Girls Getting Their Shift Together. Away. We don't, we feel like if we tell people their stipulations to being in my space, they'll opt out of being in a space. And then you don't want to be alone. But that's a blessing. If you lay down that this is what my triggers are, or this is what I won't tolerate, and someone says, well, I, I'm, I, can't li- I, I can't deal with that, and they piss you out, that's a good thing. This episode is sure to deliver stimulating conversations and aha moments that may give you a fresh perspective. If any moment made your soul vibrate, please leave us a review and let us know if we're on the right track. Also, we release episodes every Tuesday, so be sure to subscribe and visit BlackGirlsGettingTheirShiftTogether.com to access exclusive offers and coaching packages. The coaching packages include clarity calls, VIP one-on-one exclusive coaching, and my absolute favorite, the Tribe Vibes. The Tribe Vibe is a twist on ladies' night, focusing on self-care for black women with a holistic approach. Welcome to Black Girls Getting Their Shift Together. I'm your host, Ursula, a transformation life coach and mental health and wellness advocate. This is a safe space for amazing Black women to share open, honest dialogue about mental health and wellness, self-care, self-love, and basically how to get our shift together. Let's tune in to this week's episode. The queen, sisters manifesting their dreams, hit your cream by any means, and being with self esteem. Beauty supreme, and Buddha walk so mean. The way you fit in them jeans, you eat your cornbread and greens. Dance to a doctor, red wine or vodka. Redesign your spot and redefine your mantra. Retwist your locks and realign your chakras. Doing your squats and getting close to God, huh? Crunching with your squad or taking a girl's trip. Adjust your crown, you guys give to the world, sis. Celestial body, drink your water. Meditate, sun kiss goddess, heavenly order. Levitate, tribe of Ashanti, black girl magic, melanin popping, whether you ratchet or lavish, whether you bougie or savage, you a gift and a treasure. You got to love a black girl getting a shift together. Black girls are getting a shift together. These black girls getting a shift together, man. These black girls are getting a shift together. These black girls getting a shift together, dog. And we're back. Hello again. This is Black Girls Getting Their Shift Together. Yes, getting your shift together. But each week, this is a podcast that delivers relevant topics that, especially us Black women that we can relate to. Speaking of Black women, I have a beautiful Black woman on the other line. But I want you all, y'all are coming in saying hello. Let me know what state you're uh, texting in the comment thread, let me know. But while you do that, let me get my beautiful guest. Hi. Hi. Hey, Aisha. Hi. Hi. I'm so happy to be here. Thank okay. you for having me because you know this is our jam. Like we just vibe. So this is just so befitting. And now I came to bless your platform. So thank you for having me. Oh. 
so grateful. You know, hi why? everybody. Oh, <laughs> uh, they're coming in from New York. Hey, Lola. Oh, I'm not from the boogie down BX. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Hello, Nancy. Nancy, where are you you tuning in from? But remember what I told you before we went online when we talked, how it feels like group therapy. Yes, Ursula. Yes. <laughs> It I'm, does. Trying to see the, I'm trying to see the comments. I, I don't understand why I can't see the comments. Put it on, on your, you must take it off a of private. Okay. And just comment because you're getting some love. Lola's from the Bronx. Nancy said, hi, Aisha. Hi. <laughs> Maybe Are I'm you getting it now? No, I think I have, I'm going to pull it up on my other thing so I can see it. Okay. So while you do that, anyone who can listen to my voice, I want you to subscribe to the channel. Make sure to say hello. Go to my Black Girls Getting Their Shift Together. There's an audio podcast and it's on several audio podcast forms. And first and foremost, make sure and check out blackgirlsgettingtheirshifttogether.com. Okay, you have it up now. Can you see it it now? Mm Mm-hmm. Good. You see all your Bronx people checking yes, in? Yes, I see ya. <laughs> Wait, but... always show love. Lola. <laughs> I have an aunt named Lola. But I think this Lola's lovelier than that aunt, in my opinion, probably. <laughs> <laughs> she is. She probably <laughs> is. So before we get into it, I just want to let everyone know that this is going to be a nice, light, airy story mm. time. Because we, when Ayesha and I usually talk offline, it ends up turning into a story time, but it ends with a nice layer of icing of healing. Yes. Yeah. And it's always so refreshing. Isn't it? Isn't <laughs> Just it? Just to purge and, and have someone listen to you with no judgment and, exactly. and vice versa. Yeah. yeah. It's a safe space. But before we get into it, how was your birthday? Oh, my. I'm partying out. <laughs> I'll tell y'all, I party like it was 1995. What's that's the song, right? Like party like <laughs> I party like it was 22,000 like gang gang <laughs> twin to the window to the wall. <laughs> I was like I was all over the place, but it was like good wholesome party and just being with my people that cele- wanted to celebrate me, like whoever Ooh. showed up and they wanted to celebrate me, and it just felt good. And I just laughed a lot and I just ate and it was just so good. Uh, really? I love Aisha. That's my girl. Thank you, Nancy. <laughs> um, that's all. It was just, um, I just felt really good. It just was good. Um, so it was a, not, I don't, I won't say it was a rough year, but it was definitely a, a year. <laughs> it's not mm. even over. It, it, it's not even over yet. So it was definitely a year to add to my, um, a list of years <laughs> really so, yeah i mean just everything just um just life happened and life happened and fast and unexpected things happened and um so i'm blessed i feel no matter what even with ups and downs i just this year was a blessing in disguise mm, you know i find that out that or i'm finding out now when i've gone through some rough patches I cannot see how good it is going to be, 
But usually, I don't know, and it can even take sometimes two or three years down the line, sometimes eight years down the line. And I see the silver lining mm-hmm. on that cloud, but mm-hmm. I don't know. I didn't have that language or mindset at the time. So it does help me get through some, not saying that I don't get triggered mm-hmm. or want to go off or do go off, but the bounce back is quicker. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just yes. had a high moment. Yes. And it's like you're doing, huh? I'm going to go to Instagram real quick and tell everybody to come over. Yeah. No, that's definitely. Yes, look, if someone just asked me, are you still going live? And I'm like, yes, I am. I'm live right now. <laughs> um, no, but that's definitely. And, and the aha moment came sooner than it didn't take months and years. It was like, oh, this was supposed to happen. Got it. And I, and I receive you like so it was uh, definitely a year but it was definitely a year that was needed to happen mm. but it's like I said it was just it was refreshing and then to make it around this globe one more time the sun one more time and just yeah. and still land on my feet I'm definitely blessed and I'm just like wow 39 this, this feels good 39 this feels really good I like it here. I like it here and I'm going to stay here. I'm going to stay in this space. Hey, guys, if you haven't know, if you guys didn't see my post, please join me as I am on Black Girls Getting a Shift Together with Ursula. Please join me right now on YouTube at Black Girls Getting a Shift Together. Um, I am here live with her right now. So all of you that just joined in, please head over to YouTube. And I am talking with Ursula on Black Girls Getting They Shift Together. I'm going to put it right here so you guys can see. So they all like, where you at? And so let me tell you. Thanks, hon. I appreciate it. But um, that's good, though. I, I love what you said about landing on your feet. I know in the past, I would land on my feet, but I was splat on the ground. Mm-hmm. I didn't know how to get back up at all. And that's what caused a lot of depression. Oh, here we go. Uh, Lola says, yes, I do. Love Aisha. Yes. I love y'all too. Guys, whoever's looking, it's right there. Black girls getting their shift together. Please join me there right now as I talk with Ursula on her channels. Black girls getting her their shift together. I'm on YouTube right now doing an interview with black girls getting their shift together. So join me right now as we having a live discussion over there. Um, meet me there. Um, beat me there don't meet me there so i'm here right now talking with the lovely ursula and we are having an amazing talk anytime i talk with her she's been on my platform before and now i'm blessed to join her platform so head over there and join see you guys there bye look how efficient you are (laughs) you multitasker yes (laughs) (laughs) i'm like no they gotta come over here and join us this is gonna be some good stuff Exactly. Let's get into it then. Speaking of getting their shift together, what made you want to get your shift together? Um, you're in this healing journey. Um, I just, I was tired of self-loathing. I didn't like that space. I didn't like victim it didn't belong to me victim doesn't suit me well victim doesn't the victim doesn't go well with 
what my ancestors did for me to be this amazing black woman. Mm. Victim, I don't, I don't wear them shoes right. They don't fit me. You know, they're not heels. <laughs> they're some nasty, <laughs> ugly clubs. Like, I don't, I don't look good enough. Right? <laughs> you know, I, need, I need some bad shoes. Victim shoes don't fit me. I'm slothing in them. Mm. I, I, I'm swimming in them. It's, 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 it, it doesn't do me any justice. Why am I here? Why do I want to walk a mile in these victim shoes? I don't want it. So I decided that if I don't want this, what do you got to do? Change. Because mm. And I use that analogy that I made up <laughs> to say if it's that simple as changing your shoes. It's that simple as changing your shoes. Changing your mindset can be that simple as changing your shoes. You have to want it. But you know what? I agree. Okay, I'm gonna have a mm, I'm gonna have a very transparent moment. When you said how victim didn't look good on you, you didn't like it. When I think of my past experiences from whether it can be with a dating relationship or with family relationships, doesn't even friendships, that victimhood had its advantages for me. Because I wouldn't use my voice. Mm -hmm. So then I would get the valid. Ooh, yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm having these aha moments. <laughs> I, <laughs> I would get the validation, but I was still from other people. Mm -hmm. So I stayed in victimhood. But even though I think it was low key, but it doesn't matter. If low key or high key, it was still victimhood. Right. Yeah. So it's, I, I didn't know that it was victimhood. I just knew that I was getting my needs met, but it wasn't in a healthy way. Uh -huh. It was toxic as fuck. Exactly. Because most victims do the woe is me. And um, and it's okay. It's okay to vent. And it's okay sometimes. Sometimes we need the comfort and the consoling, right? When we went through something. But it's when you stay complacent in that role is where it would then start to cripple you. Because I'm not saying if something happened to you and jump right into being the superwoman, dun, 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 and you bounce right back. No, because I, I think the beauty is feeling the pain a little bit. Feeling the emotions a little bit. And so you can know what it feels like so you don't want to revisit that. So I'm not saying just something happens to you to brush it right off and act like it didn't happen. What I'm saying is when you live in this victim mentality, you start to become this damsel in distress all the time. Agreed. Somebody Agreed. saved me. Somebody saved me. What was me? Somebody saved me. Versus, okay, this happened. I, like I always say, go through the motions. Let's figure it out. Oh, let's get better. So when I said victim didn't look suit me because I found myself just moping and depressed and yeah. I didn't like how that felt. And I just was like, no. But do you feel that sometimes with the moping and depressed that being complacent, like it almost felt comfortable too? I know it, it did for me. It yeah. felt comfortable because you already gave up. You were defeated. So you were defeated. You already surrendered to defeat. So you already told yourself this was comfortable for me. I'll stay here. Yeah. I'll, well, I'll stay right here. <laughs> right. But I, I didn't want to do the work. And at the time, I thought that, hell, I didn't even know what doing the work was. Let me just keep it real. But I had to, uh, something that happened 
Oh, it was horrible, horrible. I lost some friends, everything. And I just felt myself like I was walking in the valley, like now what? Mm -hmm. But then I didn't realize like, damn, I've been doing that with relationships, with family, same mm -hmm. thing. So it was, it was a comfortable, that victimhood was like a smelly old rug or, or, or a robe. It was just mm -hmm. comfortable. Like you get sick and tired yeah. of being sick and tired. What was your sick and, sick and tired of being sick and tired? What was your shift? Do you remember? Yeah. Um, once I ended up being in a shelter with my kids, <laughs> it, was, mm. it was like once it once my situation that I was in affected them, mm -hmm. all bets was off. <laughs> like really? Yeah. It was like as asinine as it sounds at certain points in the in the abuse i was will say if you must just don't let them see it you know right and the mo and it was you know it's not like i don't know to me it's just like don't let them see it as long as i can protect my kids right the moment they saw it and felt it and then it shifted their whole entire life Mm. Not, but again, ask backwards, not thinking right that even if they stayed in that environment, it still would have shifted their life in the wrong way. So something yeah. had to happen to knock me off my axle to make me see that if your kids is the most important thing to you at this moment, you need to, this shift needs to happen. So make you so uncomfortable so mm. you can understand that regardless of staying or going, you need to make a decision because Ooh. staying was going to hurt them and going was going to hurt them, but they were going to get better from it. I love that. I wish at my grown age right now, well, now it doesn't matter, but I, I remember being a child. I would not have been mad if my parents split. I, I would not have been, I mean, they're still together, mm -hmm. but I've, that would have been the best thing. You know what? We, our intuition knows because even mm -hmm. as a child in my immature brain as a child, I still knew this wasn't right. Mm -hmm. And that I would be okay if my mom left. And it's so funny because even when after I separated and I was divorced, at first my kids was shocked. You know, there was definitely a new environment. They not what they, the two parents that they known their whole life, essentially. Mm -hmm. Um, but as they got older, they was just like, yeah, I don't want you with that. <laughs> like, I I like this. <laughs> like, this, I'm okay See? with this. Like, this makes more sense to me because you are happy, mommy. You're smiling, mommy. And and it's like, oh, so kids recognize when you're sad. <laughs> you think you're hiding it the best way you can, and they feel it, too. Because energy yeah. is real, right? So... Mm -hmm. If they it's felt mommy energy off, they knew something was off with them. They knew something was off in their household. And they not they don't have the mental capacity or intellect to say out loud something is happening. But they knew because kids are always love on you, just like pets and stuff will make you feel good. You know, when you some type of way, don't they say like children or animals will come to comfort you even if you haven't said it out loud? And mm -hmm. I used to find myself if I felt down or sad, my children would come out of nowhere and grab my face and kiss me. Or oh. my son, you know, you're just such a pretty mommy. <laughs> and then oh. my daughter was like, yes, you're such a pretty mommy. We love you. You know, and they always found a way to pick my spirit up, even when 
I wasn't physically, verbally calling for it. But I See? guess something in the air made them know that mommy needed love. So now moving them into a healthy environment, although it's a one-parent household, they flourished more. Mm. And so mm. sometimes we do a disjustice when we try to stay because we want to keep an image and it's better to go. Right. I love what you said about the image because sisters, we do have that black superwoman complex and how it looks. Mm -hmm. I'm learning that in my group therapy right now and just the different facets of it, the perfectionism, which I didn't realize and a lot of the women in the group, we didn't realize it, but you, just how the optics of it all, make sure it looks good. But the babies, no, they have intuition as well. Yeah. And just like Roxy said, no one wants to be a victim. We were created to love and be mm -hmm. loved. That's why I always say, Roxy, love wins. Love wins. You do say it's, that. It's a, lot, it's a lot of healing power, power and love that I feel like we all keep missing. It's a lot of healing power there. It be really is. Your fellow man and your fellow female. Just be empathetic. Be loving. There's a lot of power in that. Mm. It's just, what, we refuse. What do you think about women who say, I'm staying for the kids? But I was there. Yeah. I was there. So it's not that you, you want to. A lot of the times that person is your only resource. Mm. So, and then, like I said, for me, I stayed because, like you said in your group therapy, I didn't know I was a people pleaser. I found that out in therapy. Did I you found, did too? Yeah, I didn't. I didn't know because I was that person. Like I don't care what people say. I don't care what people say. But I did, and I didn't know. So I stayed and I took a lot of the abuse and I took a lot of the things and I stayed for the kids and what I thought because I was trying to people please the outside world. Exactly. I, so everybody looking in, I was a beautiful married young couple with two beautiful children. How dare I break their mold of what they thought I they want I wanted them they wanted to see. So for me it was the shame of it like oof. Oh. I'm gonna be divorced. The toxic. I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be divorced. I'm gonna be a divorced, abused woman, and I'm black, and I've got two children, and they're gonna think I'm gonna be on welfare, and they're gonna think I'm gonna be, you know, all these things. Mm. Like, so I was, all these things came up in my head. So I'm like, I'm gonna stay for the kids. So they can have a two-parent home. I'm going to stay for the resources of making sure me and my kids is okay. And I'm going to stay because I don't want people to judge me. Right. And right. look who was left out of that equation. Aisha. Woo. I was left out of that equation. Everybody mattered. My kids mattered. My husband, I want to stay for him because he wanted me to stay. I'm a change. You know, you, you, so I always tell people don't judge women who stay in situations because you never know why. I had just real quick, I had somebody, um, somebody say to me, I don't understand why abused women stay. They, they, they could easily leave. I feel no. like, it's, I feel like it's their fault. I said, it's their fault. It's no, like, yeah, because the moment a man punches you in your face, why would you stay? I'm like, do you think it's that easy? You think you think a punch happens out of nowhere or you think it's a gradual effect that happens 
and manipulation already happened and unbeknownst to you. And then if you already are feeling some type of way, insecurity about yourself, they already got you. So when the slap or the hit or the shove happens, you wash it away because already your something is missing in you. Exactly. I was listening to this podcast and this woman was talking about how and she actually gave a stat that I don't know how current it is that it takes a person or she was speaking a woman at least seven times to leave an abusive relationship. And upon her store or studies, a lot of these women, it wasn't always physical violence. It was also emotional violence as well, which that is domestic violence. Oh, emotional, yeah. Oh, yeah. Emotional abuse. And she was saying how when we're in these abusive relationships, how the man, it goes, we're speaking, we're going to speak hetero in these terms today. He'll love bomb and women do it too. Love mm-hmm. bomb. And it could be 80% love bomb, uh, excuse me, of the being nice and loving in the breadcrumbs. Mm-hmm. But then as he's beating your ass, that 20%, but you'll still hold on to the other. Mm-hmm. But when you're already traumatized, mm-hmm. oh, you don't, I know I put a mask on. It's like I mm-hmm. chose not to see it because yeah. there was something empty from within as well. Yeah. And I let him fill that up. Oh, hey, yeah. you, you, hold, you hold on to, I remember I, I have a journal entry where I said, I'm waiting for him to come back. So I was waiting for my sweetheart to come back. Waiting um, for your who? I, I had a journal entry was I was waiting for him to come back. You said you they're holding on to that 80% of the good memories. Yes. I had a journal entry where I wrote, I'm waiting for him to come back, meaning I'm waiting for my sweetheart to come back. The wow. man that swept me off the feet, my the man that I couldn't wait to walk through the door, the man I couldn't, I fell asleep on the phone with. Like you wait for those moments to come back. Mm-hmm. And then it's always up and down shift. You it's always great, amazing moments, and then the bad. And then sometimes the great will be lengthy and then the bad will happen out of nowhere. Exactly. You know, so you, you're left so confused because you want this, you love this person. And again, until you do eternal work, then you realize why it's always finding out the why so you can get better. I love that. It's the mm-hmm. why, mm-hmm. you know, I love that because I feel Sometimes we put so much in, well, why did he do this to me? Why did he say this? Why did she say this? Well, why the hell am I taking it? That's so all it doesn't matter. even become about them. It's like it's not about them. Us. Mm-hmm. Once internal. I found out, once I found out the why, it really started to set a lot of things in motion for me as far as my healing went. Because it's like, damn, yeah, he's wrong. We're not saying what the person does or what he or she did to you is wrong, right? Right. But it's why weren't you strong enough to stand up for yourself? Mm-hmm. What was it? What was stopping you from saying no? What was stopping you from going? What was stop? Because we may say it's the kids, but it's not the babies all the time. It's something no. deeper. It is it's something normal. deeper, and you have to find out the why. And when you find out the why, then it's most women don't make the same mistake again. You damn right. Because I know my whole dating career would have been different if I would have known my why 
from years back, mm -hmm. but instead I cultivated toxic traits, <laughs> mm -hmm. real toxic traits, but yeah, knowing that why and the blind spot that we have, because I never knew that I was people pleasing. Mm -hmm. I didn't know I had toxic traits as well because I was always like this and no, yeah. life is good. It was like- Me too. You too. Yes, I'm I'm an optimist. I'm not a pessimist. I am an optimist. I'm like, I see the silver lining in everything. I'm like, oh, you like, oh my God, I have to pay your bill today. But then if you don't pay the bill, then how are you going to survive? <laughs> oh my God, I have to wake up today and go to work, but you woke up. <laughs> you know, I'm always that person. Like, I don't understand the complaint. Like, I don't understand. I, 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 cause I always be like, be thankful, be thankful. It's just, it's just that simple as being thankful. And eat, cause I catch myself, if I complain about little things, I always have to remind myself, it's people out here worse off, Aisha. Cut the crap. Right. Like, I, and I try to always live in that space. And like I said, I'm not perfect. I don't want to pretend I'm perfect. I don't want to try to even live up to any type of perfect image. But what I do and what I try to maintain is being a good person to this thing called life. Mm, mm. When I go, I'm not going with people saying, I'm glad that bitch gone. You know? Right. <laughs> you know, like, oh, some, I, I, and it's not, not people pleasing, but for me, my integrity and the legacy that I leave behind that my kids and my great-grandchildren and my great-great-grandkids get to talk about the woman who started their legacy. Yes, the I cycle breaker. It's a cycle. It's a, that's it. It's a cycle. My grandmother, she's been going for 11 years, more than 11 years now, my son. 15, about, I think, like 15 years now. And we still cry to her, right? We still cry for this lady. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's like what? 15 years you would think you forgot about no we still cry for my grandma it's like because she, the woman the woman that she was was amazing selfless but still her presence was strong enough to make an impact where you knew she didn't need to be loud to move the room you mm. the room moves because of her kindness see that she scary. never raised her voice she never yelled. She really? never cussed. No. But the room moved with respect because who she was. Mm. Because she operated in love. Wow. Was she married? Yes. To my grandfather. My grandfather's still alive. And my grandfather to this day has never remarried, redated, nothing. He always says he cannot find another daisy. Really? 15 years my grandmother has been buried and, and, and gone and in heaven. And my grandfather still got all his hair. He got nice teeth. He he touching his toes and come back up. He could ride a bike. He Girl, how old is he? No, I'm joking. <laughs> 80, 80, he's 89. And 80, oh. yeah, 70, I, I, my, I think he just turned, yeah, 80, 80 something. Wow. And my granddaddy is down south. I'm about to go see him on vacation. My kids will be missing, but he just had a birthday and my granddaddy is like, every time we go, go to the senior citizen home and find a lady. And they be trying to talk to my granddaddy and he refuses. He refuses. He's like, I just, nobody, he, oh, she sort of don't look like Daisy. Oh, she sort of don't got the same skin color. Oh, you know, Daisy sort of wore her hair like this. And this gal just to wear her hair like... But like, Grandpa, yeah. nobody is going to... But that's the type of 
type of love. I want to find a forever love that even when I'm gone, you love me. <laughs> yeah, that that love as opposed to us being in these um these trauma bonds, thinking that yeah. they are relationships. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's a magical love. He he loves my grandmother to, to to like he will talk about her like she's still here, and that's mm. the type of love. And like I said, she didn't yell. I didn't see them fight. I didn't see them argue. It was respect. Um, so even growing up in that type of environment, I think that was part of me staying in a marriage that was failing is because I wanted to live up to um, the monogamy that I saw around me. Mm. Oh, that's... So that's I, I didn't come from a, no bunch of broken marriages and stuff. I watched my aunts and my uncles and stuff. To this day, they still with their wives and stuff. So I wanted to be a part of that. That was right. beautiful to me. Mm. Let so that, me ask you this. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no. That's that's why I was saying that's why I, a part of me too when I did my digging was why I stayed too. It's just the, trying to live up to other people's expectations or expectations of other people's images when you should just worry. And again, who's lost? Aisha. Mm, right. Speaking of loss, and this is question is for you, but I always look at my guests that come on as the co-host as well. So I'm going to ask you, Aisha, and definitely everyone listening to my voice in the chat. We're going to talk about boundaries. What do you think? Why do you think we ignore boundaries in our relationships? And I want to hear from people in the chat as well. Why do you think we do that? Oh, Browskin Jim said her parents are still married for 56 years. Yeah, I'm like, that's, those are big moves. <laughs> those are... Oh. That's that we we want to live up to those things, but we want to live up to those things with healthy boundaries. <laughs> yeah. Oh, look at all these uh comments. Okay, let me read some of these comments. I'm sorry, co-host. Okay, brown skin. I love that name. Brown skin Jim said, sounds like my daughter when I left her dad in a toxic ass relationship. They always know when you're feeling down. My daughter will always say, oh, it's okay, mommy. I love you. Yes. See? Yes. They know. They They know. know. And that's how people pleasers start, too. Mm -hmm. Trying Mm -hmm. to regulate our parents' emotions. Yes. Oh, yes. That was my life. Okay. Hi, Jackie Robinson. Oh, and Brown Skin Jump, thank you for sharing that. Uh, Jackie says, so true. Sometimes a single parent home is better than a, a toxic two parent yes, home. Yes, it is. Uh huh. And uh, Roxy said, to hell. <laughs> <laughs> I love this, Roxy. She said, to hell with the image for me anymore. I want true love or nothing at all. Mm-hmm. You better speak your speech, Roxy. Mm-hmm. And, um, Brown skin Jim said, and I finally got sick and tired of being sick and tired. And um, wow, that's a lot. That's a lot going on. Oh, mm. some things have to be experienced to truly understand why. Yes, Patrice. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Thank you, El Patrice. And I see all these of. Uh, all these people coming in. Let me know what state you are tuning in from. And I still want to hear about boundaries. Why do we ignore our boundaries with some of these toxic relationships? 
Um, Roxy said, I was never blessed with children, but being on the outside looking in, kids know. True. I just don't think staying for the kids is going to work for their good. The kids know. I get. I guess it's hard to, oh, leave. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Emotional and verbal abuse can hurt more than physical. Yes. Yes. <laughs> we both said yes. It is true. Yeah. Those, those, I don't, those bruises could heal, but that verse, they play over and over and over and over again. They do. They live mm. rent free. <laughs> mm. They really do. I grew up in an emotionally abusive household. And mm. it, until I went to therapy and the group therapy I'm in now, shout out to Sarita Yvonne. I had no idea how I was moving mad. I did not know yeah. because I had all these blind spots. Mm-hmm. But I really feel like my subconscious wasn't allowing me to see it. It was just too much. But I learned that the more you heal, like your brain and soul opens up. It so you're able to take in more. Because this conversation I'm having with you or any like-minded sister, I could not have had 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. I would have shut that down. Like, come on, girl, let's go get a drink. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Before I would be like, nobody needs to know my business. Why you need to know my business? Exactly. Hello, Maryland and Mississippi. Um, Jackie said, sometimes we don't set boundaries from the beginning and that can cause issues later. Yeah. Yeah. But Jackie, that's what I want to know. We don't set them, but why don't we set them? Why? It's the way. We don't, we feel like if we tell people their stipulations to being in my space, they'll opt out of being in a space and then you don't want to be alone. But that's a blessing. If you lay down like this is what my triggers are, or this is what I won't tolerate. And someone says, well, then I, I'm, I can't live, I, I can't deal with that. And they piss you out. That's a good thing. But we don't want to risk that. That's, that goes back to the other night I did, I went live and I was talking about, being able to tell people, give people a brief synopsis of who you are when you start to date them. And it's not mean giving them the whole story, but just a little preview, like on the back of the book, <laughs> just a little something so they can know who you are. And if, because what's heavy for day one is going to be what's heavy for day 20. What's heavy for day 20, Ooh. if day 20 is going to still be heavy on day 50. So some people are like, I don't want to tell them all my business on our first date. But if you don't tell them a little bit of your business on first date, or what you like and what you want and what you're looking for, then on day 20, when y'all sucked in and more of an intimacy connection happened, now intimacy, we know, then starts to really cloud your judgment. And then now you're like, oh my God, if I tell him that I want this or I need this or this doesn't make me feel good, he's going to take that away. So I'm going to pretend like this is okay with me. And I'm going to just let it go. And then it starts to fester and it starts to fester. And they start doing things and overstepping boundaries. And you let balls happen and they build up. And then one day you snap and they don't even know why you snap. That's because you decided that you wanted to withhold your boundaries to keep them. Exactly. And just like El Patrice said, scared to lose the man. Mm-hmm. Yes, ma'am. I get it. I get it. Um, 
I love what she said also. I think it's because we go all in and give all our love that we don't think twice about setting any boundaries. Mm-hmm. Right. We need to give that love and pour it into ourselves. Mm-hmm. We do. Because when anyone who does leave, once you tell your boundaries, they that, leave. They leave. Because if I say to you, this is what I expect and this is, and then, and then I, so then it's not a one-sided thing either, because what I do is I say, hey, these are triggers. This is what I don't really accept. This is what I don't really like. And now tell me what's your do's and don'ts. So it's not a one-sided thing. Exactly. Tell me what's your do's. Because we want to work in a space where we can both like coexist, right? We're not going to get everything right. But if he say, hey. I, I, I don't like it when you put put the the tissue backwards or whatever and then but you right. don't, I don't like it when you do this or put the toilet seat you know it's like I'm just using those little things as examples but if we don't talk about it then we get annoyed about it when it happens right just say it straight up I know I want to be married again I'm gonna on a first date when he's like so why you been single well I'm dating intentionally I'm looking for a man who eventually would like to get married I'm not saying that we have to get married on day three but I'm looking for a man that that is his mindset also exactly I don't want to have kids again so now this man already now he has a setup of well I, if he want kids he knows, okay, well, this is not for me because the moment I asked him, what, why are you single? What are you looking for? He said, well, I want kids, but I do want to be married. And I'm not for you because I'm not going to compromise. And that's okay. You. And that's okay. And although we might be physically attracted to each other, why push it? Because if day 20 comes or day 200 comes, and now he thinks he can convince me to have a kid and I still say no, then what does that look like? Right. Woo. Uh, let me read this other comment. El Patrice said, I think I failed to set boundaries because it's just, because like I just wanted him and the relationship and all the work that I didn't realize the mistake of not setting the boundaries until it was too late. Oh, Girl, and don't let him lay it down. Mm-hmm. That All that reasoning is gone. Yep. That's what I'm saying. Once intimacy or anything comes into play, and it once that comes into play and you get too close, once you get too close, and especially if you've been single for a long time, and then someone else comes into your space and you start to feel that like, ooh, well, 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 well the butterflies, and you feel all euphoric and you just say, Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you like, oh, but I don't like when he do this. I'ma just I'ma just eat that because baby. I, I, woo, woo, woo. I, I, this feels good. He made me come three times last night. Yeah, right. So I don't <laughs> care. Yes. And then if we're going to be that real, if we're going to be that real, like that, the thing is too. It's just like you, we, we set aside ourselves because we want to have somebody that bad. But when you find the healing journey and you do the healing work, you start to realize, like, brother, let me tell you something. My shower do it better. So let me tell you something. <laughs> <laughs> Put it on that third speed. <laughs> Put it on that third speed. I'm gonna have it. Don't play with me. Cause you gonna respect these boundaries. Oh, me and Mr. Shower gonna get it popping tonight. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Cause, Cause as a grown woman, that's the space I'm living in now. That sex can't be enough to keep me. 
Yeah. It yeah, it's not enough. Don't get don't get me wrong. It's good, but it really isn't enough. It's that, not. It's the emotional intimacy that comes with it as well. At least for me. That's what yeah, look, that, everybody's cracking up. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you, we we grown, baby. We grown. Every autumn, that's um, if you haven't turned into that thirsty ladies. <laughs> Even even with intimacy is the boundaries that I set with that is you will touch me where I like to be touched. Some of us let men hump on us without letting them know that that doesn't feel good. I know. No, you will not grab my breast. That doesn't feel good to me. And if you are, you're going to do it in a way that pleases me. You know, you cannot just go in on me. Nope, you're going to kiss me from head to toe. You're going to be, you're going to make love to my body. You're not just going to hump me, sir. No, you will not. We are not 16. We are not 17. We're not 19. We're not 21. You are, we are grown ass people. And I right. am not just here to please you. You are going to please me. But that comes with healing. Because before, when I was with my husband or anything, if, even if I didn't like the position I was in, I stayed in it. Oh, baby, now as this grown woman, you're not going to lay me any way you want to lay me. Right. Oh, no, right. I don't like that. Oh, we're going to compromise. We're going to figure something out. But you are going to please me, too. But that comes with healing because I'm not scared for a man to be like, well, then, listen, I ain't doing that to you. I ain't doing all that work. That's too. Then bye-bye. Bye. 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 And I Look, give grace. I'm going to give grace. I'm going to love on you because we all know I love out loud. And I give grace and I give permission. But I'm also very assertive. Mm. I'm very assertive in my relationship. And I'm very sure of if I'm not being pleased in a way that makes me happy too, I am willing. I'm okay with leaving. Mm, yeah, that sounds like a healed woman. Healing woman talking mm -hmm. right there because mm -hmm. you definitely could see the, the bull with different that clarity that comes when those blind spots start to dissipate mm -hmm. and you navigate different and you can hear it you can see you know with with me I really can see someone who's emotionally immature mm -hmm. forget the unavailability I see that but I and I ignored it in the past, but I never knew there was a thing of being emotionally immature. Mm -hmm. And so now I, I look and I said, oh, I see it. That's not for me. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. we'll be in our whole chronological age, but I'm dating some man that's literally 12 years old in the brain. Exactly. I, I can't do that anymore. Exactly. I can't. Mm -mm. Oh, so many Geminis. Oh, all y'all Geminis. Geminis. Who's a Gemini yes. up in here? Geminis. Ursula's birthday was just out of date yesterday. On the yesterday. Guys. Yesterday. Happy birthday to Ursula, guys. Because I Geminis and Cancers get along amazing. And just like Geminis and Libras, too. Really? So yes. Uh, so, oh, happy birthday to you. You Thank made it around you. this globe one more time, this sun one more time, and got to plant your feet on this ground one more time. So, happy birthday and many, many more. Thank <laughs> you. Thank you. It was good. It was good. I had a an approved mental health day from work, so I was uh, off. Yes. And it felt good. It felt good. It felt good. And thank you. Oh, someone said you got your shift together. I just lost <laughs> <it>. Jackie. 
Yes, yes. got her shit I together. Did. I did. I mean, guys, and um, I know what you guys see in the glimpses of what the reality TV looks like. I always tell people you're only getting what's being shown to you. You don't really know the whole scope of it, but understand that I'm not a meek person. And I think you didn't I think come people, off me. I think people equate the fact that I give grace and I love out loud that I allow someone to run over me. That's not the case. <laughs> like I'm not that type of woman. I have I am very sure of who I am. I don't get in men's face. I don't do all that. I don't I'm not loud. I'm just sure of who I am. Mm -hmm. And that happened once I found my voice. When my mm -hmm. shift happened and I got my shift together. I was like, okay, Aisha. And and they happen in all aspects of my life. My mental, I'm in control of it. You can't break me. I got it together. And my physical, I was bigger. At one point, I was bigger. I said, okay, this is what I want to look like. I'm going to get that together. I want to be back in a size four or size two. I'm going to work on that. And then I got it together even when it came to my intimacy. No, I want it like this. No, I want your head between my legs. Right. No, I want you to do this. No, I want you, like, no. That can't, and I was, I'm very boisterous. Before, I would not dare tell a man, this is how I want you to touch me or do, or, or anything. Now I'm like, oh, no, no, no. Oh, yes, no, no, no. not like that people pleasing. Yes. That's what born. it was before. I get it. It's For you, right. Literally everything that belongs to me, I'm in control of. And the moment I give somebody a power to shift that, I have to still do some more work. I get to be in your space. You get to be in my space. And we get to coexist without us ruining each other's shift. <laughs> I love it. Speaking of shift, I hope you all are pressing the shift button and subscribing to this channel. Okay? There's a lot mm -hmm. of shifting going on <laughs> here. Exactly. You should keep it in real. I'm because yeah. I'm before even even when it comes to sex talk, a lot of women get turned off by that. Like, mm, we can't wow. talk about sex. Like, oh, that's not you know, that's not tactful. Like, no, yes, it is. We need to know how. Yes, we need to know how to touch ourselves. We need to know how to tell these men how to please us. We need to like some men are not go with. Oh, I don't do all that kissing stuff. No, you are gonna kiss me. No, you're gonna be you're gonna be intimate with me and not just in the bedroom. Be right. if you're gonna hug me. Oh, I don't know how to hug. Well, you're gonna learn today. <laughs> We're gonna sit on this couch and you're gonna you're gonna put me up under you and you're gonna feel this. And you're gonna and like you, it. No, you, but, but it goes back to them too, where they have traumas and they also didn't see these things, so they don't know what that intimacy outside of the bedroom feels like. They only want to prove their manhood when they pulling out their penis. Exactly. I'ma I'ma show her what kind of man I am. I'ma show her I got this thing. She gonna I'ma make her scream. I'ma kill it. I'm you're not gonna kill this pussy. Why do you wanna kill oh, her? No, we're not no, you're doing not gonna that. kill her. You gonna no. love her. You know, right. and, and that's a part of healing too. Stop letting people use that type of verbiage with you when it comes to your body. You know, I was reading, I cannot think of the name of the book, <clears throat> but this uh, doctor, he did a research with black men and their traumas and how the, the brothers that he interviewed, they were not, they were not verbal at all. They will come home. They will, will be at work, hard day, 
um, they get home, they're not expressing how they feel because they think it's weak and no mm-hmm. vulnerability. But the way they express themselves is when they would go home and have sex with their women. Mm-hmm. Even if the woman knew that they were cheating. And I can say this because I've been there. I've been there. And he said that men will use their penis. Oh, wait. A woman would use her vagina as a pacifier for mm. men who will not do the work. And that's just the only way that he can. That's the only way to get him calm. Yeah. We, we've all been guilty of that with our men. All of us. How, how we, he's upset. He's not speaking to you. You won't give him some sex. Cause that makes him cuddle with you now. That makes, he's entered into you now. He's, he's more yeah. calm. He's more relaxed now. Yeah. But you got to teach them to love you outside of the bedroom. Exactly. And that's why the author said that our vaginas are like pacifiers. Just like you said, calm them down and get them where we want, where they don't have the skills to verbalize. And then we don't have the skills to express. I want intimacy. No, no, no. That's what I'm saying. It, it, it take that you have to be comfortable in your skin. That's what I'm telling you now, mm-hmm. baby. No, you're gonna touch me here. You're gonna kiss me here. You're gonna love me here, and we're gonna cuddle. And, oh, I don't know what that is like. Well, let's let's figure this out together then. Yes. But you have, but you have to be sure enough to say that without feeling like if I say this, he's gonna run. Because if he runs, sis, then he is not, like you said, the maturity. He's not mentally capable to handle that type of realm that you're offering and it's okay let him leave yeah exactly it's just that simple roxy said sex is the last thing i'm looking for now connect ooh, connect with my soul mm. and then i think i'll think about having sex with him my desire is more mental and spiritual now yes it's too easy and anyone can do it girl yes it's i love it like anybody can hump on you like that's i I, i'm on some i I really like reading so i'm like let's read together like a lot of guys are like what like they call you weird when you ask for certain things and it's like why is that weird It's like, so you have to start finding, as women, I think we have to just find the courage to say out loud, this is what I desire. And yes. if it's not with it, it's okay with us moving on. Right. It is okay. And um, if he runs, he's not the one. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Jackie said, I read somewhere that men show a fa- Yes. Men show affection through sex. And women do it too. Yeah. But I don't even think it's a mm, affection all the time. Sometimes I think it's it's just that release. We There's no intimacy, no true intimacy. It's almost like uh, masturbating separately, but together. Yeah. And then sometimes there's lack of, they, they don't know how to exist in each other's space without sex. So that's why you got to learn to exist with each other without sex. So a lot of them don't, a lot of people would get together and we don't know what it's like to converse with each other, but just sit with each other without the kissing and the touching and the sex. It's just like just being in a room with each other. Right. Ooh. It's, it's, it's back again. So two people have to be healed enough to want to welcome these type of spaces. Mm-hmm. Talk about it, set boundaries. 
Yeah, we should do a boundary show. Mm-hmm. What are your thoughts on that in the future? I would love yes. that. I would love that. Um, let's see. Roxy said, I just wish I know now. It, what is it? Wish I know now in my younger years. What I know now in my younger What I knew. Yeah. I get what she's saying. Yeah, I get it too. Yeah. Um, so many men are emotionally unavailable. And these days I'm seeing women. Yes, women, a lot of us are emotionally unavailable as well. Because just what we out. just talked about. You're right. We're checked out or we don't ask for what we want. So we just go with the flow and be pacifiers, be emotional punching bags. We're That's emotionally unavailable as yeah. well. But I used to be that main one. Oh, he's so emotionally unavailable. Little did I know I, I was emotionally unavailable mm-hmm. too. No. It's uh, we just everybody at this point, I feel like it's it's so sad. It's, it's, even if you turn on the internet and you see even celebrities is talking, that's how you know this is not a, a broke people problem or a, a middle wealth people problem or a, a, a like rich people. This is a people, people worldwide problem is everybody is confused when it comes to love and affection and vulnerability. You see celebrities talking about, I'm sick of men. I'm tired of men. I'm, I'm checking out. When is love going to be real? Oh, Sierra, give us your prayer. Oh, Russell is a cat. Russell is a punk because he loves Sierra too much. It's such a bunch of mixed emotions from everybody because nobody, everybody's confused because nobody wants to really be them. Oh, speak. So everybody's running into the same brick wall because everybody put a wall up. Yeah. It's the same. It's not different brick walls. We all literally go head first into a goddamn wall because everybody is trying to protect themselves and not dropping the shield and just being vulnerable, mm. just being real enough, just being courageous enough to say, hey, I like you and I like this, but this is what I won't accept and this is what I will accept. Tell me your boundaries. Got it. Oh, you want to date multiple women? Okay, I am not in that space. So please, let's move along. Stop tricking people. Stop yeah. what I call emotionally raping people. Ooh, stop. If we stop doing that, there will be no confusion. But people will people and life will life. And you just got to choose the latter. <sighs> That's a lot. That is a lot. Mm. It's asking for too much for it to be perfect. It's And not even perfect. It's asking for too much for people to get it right. People will get it right as they go along and along as I will take the few that wake up because eventually a few will become the majority. Wow. It's heavy. It, it, it makes me sad. It <laughs> does. When, when your third eye is open and you see a lot of people still closed, it's like, dang, you feel like you operating in the world by yourself. I've had that conversation. I I see you right now. Yeah, I see you. I know exactly what you mean. Mm-hmm. That pineal gland is no joke. <laughs> when it's mm-hmm. open, you mm-hmm. see 
everything different. You hear everything different. Mm-hmm. You can definitely see the bullshit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And in yourself as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Brown Skin Jeff said, gonna fall back from dating for a while. It's just so disappointing, especially here in the DMV. Mm-hmm. Is it that bad in DMV? I mean, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't live there. Let me tell you something. I thought New York was bad, baby. DMV is a oof. Really? When I got here, I was like, what is going on? God, Jesus. And I think what I learned, like speaking to some of the native women here, is like, because a lot of these men, um, government workers and stuff so they feel like they're the prize oh so it's like chase me you really chase me and then you in atlanta so what's the ratios of men and women in atlanta oh i can (laughs) tell you it is as of last month nine million men to two women Y'all don't come to Atlanta. Atlanta is closed. Atlanta is closed. It's like, you you better not go to Atlanta looking for no man. Like, what? It ain't there. there. At this point, I'm finna get on a plane and go to Wyoming or Utah or Alaska. I'm finna find somebody. Because, yeah, I'm like, where can I? Do I need to go to Canada? Where is, oh, I get some free health care and a man. Let's come down here. We close. <laughs> like, don't oh God, I don't I don't know. The DMV definitely the men here are different. Mm. And they and they some good looking brothers though. They some good looking brothers. And I think that's the thing. Um a lot of people maneuver in ego too. And it's like, ooh. Just just let your guard down a little bit. Yeah. You know, you don't have to be so arrogant. You good when you're good looking and arrogant, it's not a good mixture. It is not, is not. Okay, this is the um, the comment of the night for me. This made my soul resonate. Brown Skin Jim said, oh my God, yes, Aisha, that pineal gland of mine is all the way open. Mm-hmm. I love that. Mm-hmm. As you see, you, everything, I don't know. You literally is like... Differently, you see, it's like um, I I feel like the Matrix sometimes. Like, (laughs) that's why I think I love that movie (laughs) because I feel like that sometimes. It's like (sighs) it's a projection of what they want you to see. Exactly, sort of allegory of the cave too, right? What they project and what what's real, what's being told to you. you Mm. Hmm. Brown skin Jim said, I don't chase, I attract. Period. And that's on <laughs> So period. <laughs> she said she's gonna go with you. <laughs> like, I'm going with you, Aisha. <laughs> yes. so as we start to wrap up, I, you know, we can talk and we've done it for literally hours. Yeah. Uh, but you know, I have to go to work. But before we get off, I know it sucks. We need to do this again. We yes. said we were going to do it anyway. We'll, we'll get our schedule together offline. Mm-hmm. Yes, you do. You see things way different than before. Brown skin jump. You really do. And it's a blessing. Mm-hmm. It is a blessing. But what do you do? This is my last question for you, Aisha. What do you do for self-care? 
whether if it's something light and airy or some really internal work or just putting on some perfume. Like, what do you do for your self-care? Just funny you said that, to smelling good. I'm known for being, I'm known for smelling good. Really? Just like when I came to come on, I grabbed my perfume and I said, they can't even smell you. <laughs> I was getting ready to come on and I grabbed my perfume and I'm like, first of all, it's like a $600 bottle of perfume and I'm spraying it and you can't even smell me. But one of my pleasures is wrapping myself in luxury because I can. You Okay. I <laughs> you know, love it. What do you mean us, by wrapping yourself in luxury? Giving myself permission that people will say, oh, how much is that perfume? And I'm like, it's $600. And it's like, oh, that's that's a frivolous buy. No, that's, that's stupid. No, that's because I deserve it and I can. And who keeps saying that black girls can't have luxury? Who told me you think that just belongs to someone who lives in a mansion or a rapper on TV? Or why can't I deserve to have this set wrapped around my body that when I walk down the street, I make people turn? Mm. Why don't why don't I deserve that luxury? I want us to get comfortable with saying that we can deserve a luxury that we can afford to. Yes. If I can afford it and my bills is paid, what is it to you? But I'll get my mindset, myself in a mindset, if I want it, I'm going to get it. And that's my self-care. Yes, ma'am. I love it. Brownskin said, my smell good uplifts my spirit. Got to mm -hmm. have my perfumes. Yep. I love yes. living even Marcus for my <laughs> Okay, we have a request here. <laughs> Y'all need to do this bi-weekly. Okay. We said that we won. We did. You know, we'll, we'll have to be a lot more intentional. Yes. Now you that I was on my birthday run, but now I'm back in the office. <laughs> Remember that what I said in the text message? You said, I'm still celebrating my birthday. I said, that's okay. I'm picking up the baton and I'm going <laughs> to celebrate mine. So <laughs> yes. And I well, said, yeah. If you all are requesting that, why don't you drop in the comments some topics you'd like us to discuss? Yes. Because no matter if it's my platform or Aisha's platform, you all are still the co-host, mm -hmm. right? So just let us know, or you can always slide up in our DMs as well. Mm -hmm. And let us know for sure. Um, I would love to do a topic on boundaries, like for real, for real. Mm -hmm. Get up all in it. Yeah. Yeah, we can do that. But I still want to know everyone what, what else you all will want us to talk about. And um, our birthday month, we've kicked it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Baby, I had a good time. You know, I don't drink and I had me a glass of champagne. I was happy. I was feeling good. <laughs> it took me a long time to finish that glass of champagne. But I, I, it was two nights I went out and I had one one night I didn't finish it and I danced with it in my hand the whole night and my friend was just so annoyed she was like I you always do this drink it like, give me that glass I'll get it give me <laughs> that glass drink it and I'm like I am she's like I had to come in your hand for like 10 songs and I'm like I drink it That's and then on what, uh, the next night when I had got some champagne I said okay and I drank the whole glass and I was feeling buzzed and I was just like okay that's it this is why I don't drink but it was, I, I mean, I will partake in some libation when I feel like it, but it I was definitely, I yeah, did not know I, you didn't drink. I'm such a lightweight, so I just stay away from it. Nah, okay. Yeah. It sounds like you're holding a boundary with yourself. See? Yeah. Boundaries yeah. coming all, yeah. all, all 
shapes and sizes. Mm -hmm. and, okay. Um, okay, Roxy's going to DM us. No, yes. Yes, she, I, she, I know I wrote. She DM my DMs. Roxy will pull up for me. <laughs> you know that's my name, too. <laughs> okay, boundaries, yes. She said also dating as a single mom. Oh, okay. yes. Yes, brown skin gym, yep. Yeah, so if y'all want to do a boundary show, let us know what type of boundaries are you talking about? Because as of over the past... Now that my third eye has opened, I'm seeing uh, more boundaries with family members. Yeah. And I would think because we shared the same DNA that that would give them liberty to violate my boundaries. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No matter who they are. Exactly. No they are. No I didn't know that. I didn't know that. And uh, Roxy said, let's talk about it. Freedom from past hurts, self-care, how to connect with women to empower us. And the list goes oh, on. That, that part, this, this, this is what we, this is what ourself, this is what we're doing. This was Ursula and I are doing and what Roxy and all and, and Brown Skin Gem and all. This is, my vision is for women that look like us to connect on such a deep, and vulnerable and transparent level where we can literally see through each other in a judge-free safe judge -free, zone safe free safe like just for us to just since i see you like i see everything that i want you to be so see-through that i can see your veins i can see your heart beating i want to see Ooh. what makes you Pick and because I want to make sure that you're that fragile, that I I protect you in that fragile state. That's why I say don't call me strong, right? I feel like the more I break down these layers, strip these layers, I have told my secrets. I have told you can't judge me. My skeletons don't hold me. Nothing. My skeletons in my closet are not big enough to break me. Nothing. See me. Mm. See my heart beating. See these veins pulsating. Yes. See how it ticks. See this lungs expand and expand when I breathe in and out. See everything that makes me human and understand that if you see all those things that connect me, all those tendons and all those bones and all that fragile state, you will protect me. And I'm going to protect you, sis. And I think that's what's missing. That's why that word strong to me bothers me so much. Get rid of it. It's not, it does us no good. It keeps us in that perspective perfection cycle i just really i really want this empowerment for us if we need it we so need it it's so many sisters crying at night by themselves and ha and they may even have a sister circle but scared to tell a sister circle because their sister circle might judge them right i was listening to this podcast and this comedian was talking about how she was kidnapped and she spoke her truth. She spoke her truth and not caring what no one else thought because that was her experience. And she said that she was tired of hiding from it. And because she took as a child, she took it on as her own. Like, I wish I would have been a better nine-year-old. You know, that's how she's thinking, but it had nothing to do with her. So she carried that for decades until mm -hmm. she just spoke her truth and said, no, this is this is not my fault, but this is what happened to me. 
she said her inbox was flooded with people saying, oh my God, I thought I was the only one. That's I was I kidnapped did. also. Mm. It's, it's literally just saying, yeah. it's literally just telling your story and not realizing you're telling someone else's story. When I told what happened to me nine years ago, mm -hmm. women just was in my box. And at that time it was only, it wasn't on Instagram. Instagram just was fresh. I was only on Facebook. I was just coming off of MySpace. We was on Facebook. <laughs> and when I, you know, ending and then coming on to Instagram, Instagram was just hyping up around the time I told. And so I went on Facebook and I told. And the women were jumping in my Facebook box like, yeah, no, really? no, Aisha, no, how? This happened to me too. Not you. I think I told this before. And they just was like, you're too pretty to get beaten and stuff like that. So I think when we tell a story and if somebody does think, oh, you're well put together, but know that you went through a struggle, then it becomes easier for them to talk because it's a, oh, look at her. She, look at her. And look at what she's doing with herself. If she found the courage, I can too. And that's yeah. literally what I want to do. Yeah, I love that. I learned in my group therapy that we put so much emphasis on our brand management and how we present ourselves to the world. Yeah, the man does his thing, but we also do it to ourselves. Oh, this is one of my favorite listeners, God's Construction. She said, good evening, beautiful people. I love that Hi. name. I love that name. So yeah, let's do this again. We'll get it. Everyone listening, we'll get our schedules together. We we're gonna we already said what we were gonna do it, but yes, we kicked it for June. <laughs> Literally. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> but yes. we want you all to definitely tune in, subscribe to both of our channels. I yes. dropped Aisha's links to her Instagram as well as her YouTube channel. So I know a lot of you all are her followers, but if you're not, make sure and go and subscribe to all of her links. What's the same thing? Yours, Rocky. Oh, see, and look how the sisters are connecting yes. in the chat. That's what I'm talking about that's, right there. Oh, that's how we're going to give it up. And, and it's like, listen, that's it. Transparency, loving on each other. Hell with the naysayers. And one at a time, we're going to open up this. This going to open up and everybody going to be like, <laughs> we're going to be walking around happy and singing and skipping. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. But make sure when we all get it together, I want you all to definitely come on and tune in because July is Minority Mental Health Awareness Month. Mm -hmm. And both Aisha and I, we are both mental health advocates. Yes, We have these healing circles, what we're doing right now. So make sure, and you know, even if it's not our platforms, go on others and hashtag Minority Mental Health Awareness and just see what comes up. You, you know, something may resonate with you. Just open that up and you'll feel it. Okay. Aisha, any last parting words with your um, lovely self? Ursula, again, just thank you. Again, happy birthday. This connection was met. <laughs> the universe said, I know. you need this and she needs this. And we found each other. Um, um, I'm so blessed to be able to share a like-minded conversation with someone who's able to converse with you and get you and yeah. share pain that turned into joy. And 
share it amongst these women who also are just looking for their cup to run it over. And like I say all the time, I have a cup of sugar for you. If you have yes. a cup of sugar for so let's share some sugar, sis. I love y'all in real life. You all are... Just thank you all, the co-hosts, for being just the greatest. And Aisha, thank you so much. We'll reconnect offline, but I have to get to work now. I know. Yes, <sighs> go to work. I love it. Make that money, honey. <laughs> Bye, ladies. Oh, guess what? Wait, Aisha, guess what? What? You are a black girl that has her shift together. Period. <laughs> Just for the queen, sisters manifesting their dreams. Get your cream by any means and being with self esteem. Beauty supreme and booty walk so mean. The way you fit in them jeans, you eat your cornbread and greens. Dance or a doctor, red wine or vodka. Redesign your spot and redefine your mantra. Retwist your locks and realign your chakras. Doing your squats and getting closer to God, huh? Brunching with your squad or taking a girl's trip. Adjust your crown, you guys get to the world, sis, celestial body, drink your water, meditate, sun kiss goddess, heavenly order, levitate, tribe of Ashanti, black girl magic, melanin popping, whether you ratchet or lavish, whether you bougie or savage, you a gift and a treasure, you got to love a black girl getting a shift together, black girls are getting a shift together, these black girls getting a shift together, man, these black girls are getting a shift together, these black girls getting a shift together, dog. We are real